And hi, folks. <laughs> you, you're watching. Oh, you caught me. You're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels, networks, and uh, platforms. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy out there is Jay Silverman, Tempe, Arizona. Jay and I are falling all over ourselves over the the new relaunch, the new and improved Corrido. It's back, and it's back with a vengeance, folks. Uh, for those of you who are new to our channel, or if you're new to tequila in general, this brand is beloved by most, uh, almost all tequila connoisseurs, tequila nuts, um, conocedores in Spanish. Uh, this is the relaunch and the rebranding, and I had to nominate it for Brand of Promise and Packaging because this rebranding is beautiful. Uh, love it. This is this I one's do. even more gorgeous than the Reposado, and it says on the back here, Corrito starts with just one sip. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm ready to start it. It's got, you know, I like this green color because it, it gives that, it kind of gives you that scotch feeling. Don't you, don't you just look? It oh, looks definitely, like a bottle, yeah. It looks like a bottle like of scotch. Like Highland Park, honestly, is the one that comes to mind. Yeah. So look at these beautiful oak barrels that are pictured in uh, the back label. That's so yeah. that's so cool how they, I mean, that's like dynamic. I like the way yeah. they put it in there. But but the color of the tequila is absolutely gorgeous. You know, it looks like it looks like whiskey. It's a beautiful. I say it looks looks like whiskey because I've been working with a lot more whiskey these these days than I used to. But of course, you know, agave is my true. True passion. That's his true passion, folks. <laughs> That's Make truth. no mistake. Anyway, we just put the seal on these. We're going to pour it first, then we're going to give you all the ins and outs. I'm going to pour mine in a Glencairn because I'm feeling Scotch-Irish. I don't know. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful uh, little, you know, the color on the on these labels. And the attention to detail with the, even with the um, the wrapping, with the logo on the wrapping. Yeah. I, I was very impressed by that because I, I see... And I, because those are a pet peeve, I always get rid of these. I don't like when people, you'll go to a bar, you'll see um, half of this still wrapped on the bottle because they just wanted to get that shot going. Yep. But I don't like it. I, have to, I, I had to clean those up. So, you know. Uh, I, I love that, the, you know, even on the ribbon, you know, and, and you'll always know by the guitar pick, this is like a, a, a that's a, a trademark. Uh, even when they first started, they had, they had the uh, guitar pick. Uh, for those people who are, for those of you who is Hispanically impaired, corrido is a form of uh, <laughs> it's a it's a form of a folk song. Okay, that, that was very inclusive of you. <laughs> very thank you. I try to be woke. Okay. Uh, this was, is, uh, oh, look at this color, man! Is this not gorgeous? Yeah, the um, the color is pretty much spectacular because you know by the it's just a, just enough lightness so that you know you're gonna get some agave in there too. You know. It's, it's like it's going to be all oak. You can tell. You're like, there's something going on here. This is well balanced. The color is well balanced. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You just know that there's going to be the lightness, but you you see the oak, but you see the lightness that's going to bring the agave forward. In my, uh, not the Bermioli. What do you call this? The harita. That's a harita. Yeah. That this is this is the and of course this is a Glencairn. So, uh, very familiar cover a color. Uh, legs and tears again are beautiful. I found the legs uh, and tears of the reposado very beefy, very thick, uh, and not in a bad way. That's not that's not due to glycerin. That's that's due to the 
plant itself because even the Blanco, when we did the Blanco last year uh, for 2020, you can see that video on our uh, on our YouTube channel. It was spectacular juice. The only thing that was available to us was the Blanco at that time because Jay, you said they launched in the the, the other two uh, expressions in December last year. Yeah, it had to be late 2020, um, and that's when they started uh, appearing on retail shelves in Arizona. Oh. Oh, Lord. Did you get a whiff of that nose? I was uh, holding out here. Oh. I'm ready to go in, though. Oh. Yes. It's, it's a lot like the Reposado in the way that it's um, very um, inviting and, um, you know, almost like a, a nice mustiness, but it has um, very low alcohol, which I like. It's not prevalent, so you get to um, enjoy the aromas even more. Very sweet notes of barrel. Very sweet, nice like coffee. Uh, yeah, vanilla going on there for sure. Um, it's just beautiful. Oh my God! It's like it's singing to you. Yeah, it's gonna open up. I'm sure too. It's. Um, Would you say these are now? These are whiskey notes. These are yeah. whiskey, not bourbon notes, right? It's hard. To, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, there's some bourbon. It's a little softer, more more like a rye than a bourbon, you know. Okay. That's that's exquisite. I could nose this all day. Oh my goodness! But but you won't. <laughs> no, because I only have so many minutes to, before I lose you, folks. But I'm ready to try it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's dive in. <sighs> nice legs. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> Oh my God! Mm. Oh. Wow, that is really good. That's the best Añejo I've had in a while. Oh yeah, that's excellent. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's a complexity there that it's hard to pin down. It's not what you get in like your typical barrel-aged tequila. There's some nuances there that are really spectacular. I'm telling you, this is. Um, well, it's the, complex. It's kind of like, you know, moving parts going on here. It's like, you know, it's changing by the moment. Well, it, it, it engages the entire palette. That's what yeah. I'm liking. It's not one-sided. It's not one-faceted. Um, there's a lot going on in here. First of all, it's got great mouthfeel, great structure. And I and, and it's carrying through from the agave, the, from the Blanco, the Repo, and the Añejo. The structure is there. It's beefy. It's got a nice mm. medium to long finish. Um, very, very good. Wow. Uh, it, yeah, it's um, it's like a touch on the drier side, which is good, you know. And I like dry. Dry's it's also good. very pure. I mean, you get nothing, you know, there's no hint of anything, that, you know, any additive or anything like that. It's very much a pure, natural mm. um, aged tequila, you know, 100%. Um, you know, just traditional and well-made but you can the way the um with with Anna Maria and everything involved it's like the way they handle these nuances it's it's just a it's a masterful touch it really is yes, yes. and she is a master make no mistake uh for those of you who are uh, who know who she is you want to try everything she touches oh, wait, this is getting better. did it open up it it's getting up. better this literally just took me right back to 2006 or 2007 when I was on my first tour of Jalisco in the Highlands, and I'm sitting on a patio with, um, you know, um, 
Gabe and a couple of the other guys. Um, just you went on the tour, Satinas, and just you, enjoying the hell out of the. You went on that, the tour the year after me. Uh, yeah. What we're talking about is the, the Blue Agave tour. It, it, it that uh, the Blue Agave tour was uh, the, really the forerunner and front runner of anything that's that's about tours now. There were no tours in those days. No, nobody was doing it. Nobody was doing it, and we all belonged to this particular forum. And uh, I only went the first year. You went on the second tour. You went on this year after. Oh seven, yeah. Oh seven, and um, um, and I haven't been back since. I mean, I haven't been back in a, on that kind of a tour yet uh, since. I've been back several times, but I'm trying to remember. I think it's the Hotel Casa de Arandas that I stayed at. Is that the one that's the popular one right in the heart? Yeah, of, that's in the heart, right in the heart of Arandas. Where I met Carlos Camarena, and, and you know he he took us all over to Lalitania on the bus and I was like, I'll ride with you. I'll go in the truck with you. Cause he's like, who wants to go with me? I'm like, well, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. And, um, but this, it's funny. Cause when that opened up, it just, you know, my taste memory just shot back to like 15 years. That's, see, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. But it's the beauty of, of a, of a well-made traditional tequila, that's you know, it. It, it evokes memories, you know, when you use additives and you overuse them in the sweetness, it's rare that they evoke any more memories. When you taste something like this, it brings back, you know, favorite stories. It brings. No, it really connects you to your senses. It really does. That's what it happens. Does. It just yeah. connected me to my, you know, my memory is connected to my taste. It's connected to the, the smell and the aroma, and it, it's really um, a well-rounded, um, traditionally made tequila with, you know, with no additives in my my opinion, and it's just gorgeous. So. This is a very, this is also, you know, brand of promise quality for oh, me on yeah. um, 100%. But I, yeah, I really like this um, new barreling that they're doing. And I'm, I'm really glad they brought back the Corito brand because, you know, it was a great brand from the start. They had some unique things going on. Beautiful packaging with the guitar pick and just always a lot of attention to detail. And they're still doing that. I think they're doing it even more now. It's really well, First of all, I, I think I think it's a testament to to the founder Brad Hoover, who's no longer with us, has passed on. Uh, he had big plans for Corrido and was never able to fulfill them. And then um, his niece Sarah Foot uh, brought it back. I'm not even sure. You know, that was years later, almost ten years later. She was able to acquire uh, at auction. The, for some of you who follow Corrido, you'll remember us, uh, Selena. Uh, their their VW bus. It was converted. It had a it had like a bar in it and everything, and it was cool. There, if you if you peruse our social media on Tequila Aficionado, you'll see pictures of the, the you know glamour shots of everybody wanting to take pictures of themselves with the with, with Selena. I think that was her name, right, Selena? Yeah, uh, they're going around doing. Uh, they go to different golf clubs and resorts and do the margaritas, and they um, bring out the samples of tequila, and it's a, it's super fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think and, I ran into them in Old Town uh, Scottsdale on Cinco de Mayo last year. It was 2020, so it was, I had to, was wearing a mask and trying to see. What they, it was a ghost town. <laughs> it was. It was. I was in Old Town, and we were the only ones there walking around. It was a, wow. literally a ghost town. But the uh, Carrito Selena was parked in front of the mission, and it was, um, you know, just a fun, fun moment. This this is a spectacular juice. Let me give you the ins and outs very quickly. I'll give you some numbers. It is at, made at Noam, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, this is a distillery that is preferred by master distillers. Okay, 
Uh, it is a small to medium-sized maquiladora, not very big at all, but it apparently has the right equipment. Um, this is made at Nome 1499. It is Casa Tequilera de Arandas. A lot of wonderful major brands come out of there. Um, as a matter of fact, what, uh, let me check. Penta is one of my favorites. It comes out of there. Mi Genta is also mejor. One of, again, a favorite of mine. Um, Comisario, 1921. That's the, the newest version of, uh, of uh, 1921. Many of the brands that have had uh, great runs go back there when, when they relaunch uh, for, for particular reasons. I, I don't I, do we know how old this thing is aged at all? Oh, so yeah. So I, I was just thinking about that. So the months in, there's 18 months in a barrel. And I just think it's so cool. They're using these symphony barrels. Um, I'm going to ask Sarah what that what that is. But the yeah, symphony, I'm getting that information because I, I got a, a, a cell sheet that doesn't have much on it. Well, they're finishing it with Merlot wine barrels, which is really nice. So that's uh, 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 interesting that's flavor profile, you know, um, Doing the wine barrels first, I'm very curious to see how that would taste after the six month in the wine barrels, but then they're putting it into um, oak barrels for um, six months 12 in, months after that. Six months in Merlot, it gives them a color also, because Merlot is a darker uh, wine, and then 12 months in symphony barrels. What is a symphony mm -hmm. barrel? Explain that to me. Symphony, what is that? I'm going to try to figure it out. Um, what is, does anybody know what a symphony barrel is? Is that, is that, uh, I'm going to uh, say it's probably trying, uh, symphony oak, but, um, yeah, but what, I don't what, know exactly the, the details, but I believe it's like a nice quality of oak. You know, the deep, I, it leads me to believe that it's a certain, um, variety of, of, uh, oak. I'll have let me, let me out. confirm. I'm going to, I'm going to actually like, you know. Try to find out really quick. Well, I, I like how they're using it in, in this in the copy of the label back here. It says Tequila Corrido was born from the centuries-old heritage of poetic Mexican ballads. That's what a corrido is, um, distilled into a symphony of passion and tradition deep within the highlands of Jalisco. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, I remember tasting the añejo originally ten years ago, and I remember it being sweeter. This, because they're, they're doing something completely different, because in those days, they didn't age anything in a wine barrel. That was unheard of. Nobody could do that, because it was not- Something more popular now with all the Rosas and- Yeah. Codigo and that sort of thing. Well, Mijenta is also, is like a triple barrel, you know, uh, coming out of Napa. And, and uh, I can name a few other ones that I really prefer uh, that are aged in, in Penta, for instance, has been aged in wine barrels as well. Uh, so, yeah. This reminds me of Penca Azul almost. You know, remember that time period, you know. Yes. 2005 era of, of Añejos. Yeah. And now that it opens up, it reminds me of that type of quality. Like That was another Penca great Azul. brand. Another, yeah. Another brand that disappeared. Uh, just never, never, never got the traction that it deserved. Um, well, they were... Um, you know, hand-blown glass bottles. It was a small company, small brand, and uh, they had their their niche, and they did really well. But I don't know why it didn't continue for whatever reason. They, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still friends uh, with. You know uh, those guys, right? Yeah, I know them. Um, uh, I'd like to find. Well, I, you know, just it was it was a tough road to hoe. This is a tough business, folks. You know, if you survive, 
if your if your label and brand survive over five to ten years, and you're still in fits and starts, that's got to say something about the quality. That it just you just need a little bit of help to push to push that over. And we're gonna try to do our best here at Tequila Aficionado to help. And this is outstanding. What what's the price point on this now? Um, it's gonna be seventy five dollars. The Anejo for seventy five dollars. I don't know. Um, you know, it was on the on the shelves in Scottsdale a few months ago, so I'm just going on memory, but right in that neighborhood. Uh, it's a little less. It could be less. It could be like sixty eight. I don't know. You know what? I, it's I know still, it's not like ninety, and I know it's not fifty. I know it's like it, sixty-eight to seventy-five around there. It's still worth every penny, though. This is beautiful. The complexity alone is worth is worth you know fifty bucks to start with. Yeah, it's really it's really well-made tequila. I mean, this is really special. Like I'm, you know what this reminds I'm, me? Of? Really appreciate them sending this and, and hey, yeah, please. I'm enjoying you. this review for sure. It's very. Hey, we gotta thank the Corrillo family. Yeah, uh, really uh, good. Yeah, uh, Emily Jones who made that happen, who's our marketing director, and of course Sarah for bringing it back, and Jason for helping me out because because uh, this is it was in your backyard. I figured yeah. you were the guy to taste this, um, and and you know what, folks, get it. It's a brand of promise nominee. This Añejo category, uh, yeah. I know we're in an Añejo shortage right now. It's just now starting to stabilize. Maybe when it stabilizes even more, you'll see a, a, a perhaps a drop in the price. We don't know. But it's okay. It's it's worth every penny. It's a celebratory tequila. Reminds me of Don Pilar as well. I think it's in the yeah, same. Yeah, it's on that par level. It's on that level. Of very high quality. Yeah. Um, small brand tequilas. Don Pilar is a great example. Um, you know, I uh, when we were tasting the Reposado, the Arete Suave came to mind a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, but it's just the quality level is it's up hey, there. Where can people in Arizona taste this? Um. As far as tasting, definitely the Mission Restaurant, uh, North Scottsdale, Kierlin Commons, and then in Old Town Scottsdale. Um, Crujente Tacos. Um, I remember Selena did some events over there. I know that um, Jason over at Crujente is a, and um, Richie is uh, the chef. Is I know those guys are big fans of Corrito, and that's a great spot. But also Barcoa downtown, he has a, bottles of uh, Corrito for sale. And this is a precursor to the full Barcoa, which is going to be right in the heart of downtown Phoenix on Central and Roosevelt, um, North First and Roosevelt, a block away. Is that the one you're involved in? Um, I'm not involved as far as just a big fan, and I might I might go there and do some tequila tastings. But these guys are really good friends of mine, and they are, um, you know, building a restaurant tequila bar and mezcaleria from scratch. With wow. we're talking plumbing, construction, um, you know demolition still oh my god everything is, everything is being like gutted in a historic building and then and then putting a restaurant and in there that's no easy task so they've been working on that for at least a year bringing everything from mexico too they're bringing all their decor the tiles and the artwork from mexico and, and quite a few other items but barcoa you know david Tida's uh place he's got grant gardner helping him out from flagstaff and these guys know their agave more than anybody in the the seven million people uh, in Arizona; those guys are probably in the, you know, top five, <laughs> top handful of um, the, the top, top spirits knowledge. And so you're, yeah. If you go there, if you're looking for a bottle of Corito and you want to like learn about the brand and get the full experience, I would head down to Barcoa. But also, you know, it's just it, you can find it uh, on other places as well. It's great. Um, 
uh, Trevor's has it in Scottsdale. AJ's probably has it, but yeah, excellent stuff. Well, we need it. We need it here in California, and I'm not sure if they're available. If they have a California uh, distribution yet, but we're going to find out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to put it in the comments uh, when this makes it to YouTube and where, uh, what states during because I know it's probably only a handful of states right now. With yeah. Rio. Yeah, uh, it's, it's probably uh, Texas. Is it Texas and California? Do you know? Uh, right offhand, I can't tell you. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I well, you know, that's typically like what will happen with a brand like this is they'll hit Arizona, California, Texas, and then maybe New York. Like yeah. Corito was in New York like 10 years ago when I was yeah. at Agave in New York City. Yeah, that's the first taste. Very special for us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Florida might be another market that they'll yep. go into. Illinois now is a hotbed. 10 years ago it was not. True, uh, true. But, you know, that's keep, keep, keep your eyes on this channel here on YouTube. Uh, for Tequila Aficionados, subscribe. Give us a like on on the uh, on the video if you liked it. Uh, it helps us with the algorithm. Uh, and and that's <laughs> take. it does. That's our take. Is there some sort of bell on there too? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a notification bell. Please hit that. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> yeah, smash the like button. Give us a give us a, a comment as well if you've had it, where you have it. Uh, you know, maybe you've yeah, if you know, if you know the brand, let us know. It's, yeah, if you if you got speak some of the old speak bottles, out, let us know. If you got some of the old bottles, do a side by side and give us a, a you know pro a comparison. And you know, but that's our take on Corrido Añejo. Thank you so much for the Corrido family for making it happen so quickly. Um, but that's our take. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern Cal. That guy out there is. I'm Jay Silverman in Tempe, Arizona. I'm just going to help himself a little more. Just a little more. <laughs> well, it's really opening up. You know, I'm going to take my time and, and uh, yeah, maybe sit here for another 45 with it. But yeah, we don't want to do that to you folks because that's just us Very going, oh, God, you know. Uh, and, and if you're listening to us to the podcast, it probably sounds like a porn. Uh, anyway, because <laughs> all you hear is the mouth noises. Oh, yeah, um, that's good. <laughs> but, but anyway. If you are listening to us on a podcast, hey, download it wherever you get your podcasts in Spotify or iTunes. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Tip wisely, friends.